Welcome to the Provost Perspective. My name is Patrick. This podcast is dedicated to the opinions, thoughts, and experiences of my wife, Carolyn, and I's journey through marriage, children, and life as a whole. While the topics we discuss may be varied, we will do our best to orbit around marriage, relationships, love, and family. Welcome again, and we hope you enjoy. Alrighty then. Um, so, for this week, I thought we'd talk about some stuff that we discussed, I mean, it was last week or the week before, I can't remember which, probably was last week, um, and talk about motherhood and the role of moms in life, in the family, and your perspective versus my perspective and all that jazz. Okay. So. You may have to start this one, so I know where you're going with this. Why? I'm not sure I know what you're looking for. I'm not looking for anything in particular. I'm just wanting to have a conversation. Like, what is... Yeah, I know. Weird, right? (laughs) Uh, So what is a mother's role in a relationship? That is such a loaded question. I am very not prepared. Um, For me, role of mother is caretaker and everything that goes with it. Um, the general care of the children, making sure they have what they need, have get them to where they need to go, organizing their schedules, making sure the you know doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, school um, activities, um, helping with homework, teaching, um, feeding them. Obviously, yeah. we don't want them to die. Um, yeah. <laughs> making sure they're clean, um, teaching them how to do those things. You know. Learning about hygiene, learning about exercise, learning, you know, I don't know, lots of things. Being mother is CEO of domestic operations. Right, but idealized, in an idealized world, like, what is the role of a mom? Like, when you say somebody is a bad mom or a good mom, right, what are you phrasing? What are you talking about? Um, I mean, I guess if I want to reference a bad mom... It's typically somebody I see that's not, in my opinion, obviously, either not giving their children the proper attention, not so much so enough attention, but I guess I'm one of those parents that it bothers if you're at the park with your kids, you shouldn't be on your phone, completely ignoring them, giving them the opportune moment to be taken or fall or... You know what I mean? You should be out there playing with them or at least watching them. That's just one small instance if we're going to reference bad mom, good mom, I guess. God, why is this so difficult right now? Um, somebody that obviously shows a genuine interest in their children. They're, they're caring for them. They're playing with them. They're interacting with them. Or one of the bigger ones that hits me is when they're going through a learning moment with their kids. Like when you see a mom pull a child aside and explain a situation if they're upset or if they get in trouble. You know what I mean? Um, when they're discussing, this is why that was bad, do you understand it? And seeing them really get on their child's level just really sparks an emotional response for me. It shows that that mom, in a sense, is putting in that extra motherly effort. I'm sensing I'm not going where you want me to go here. No, no, you're, you're <laughs> fine. Um, so my thought process is more along the lines of, like, it's not it, – it's – this gets a little bit more into like our differences of parenting style, mm-hmm. right? In the fact that a parent 
shouldn't be like trying to shelter their kid from everything and helicopter around them and put them well, in a no. nice little bubble and protect them from things, which. I mean, if you want to get hit, that's how you that, get hit. You're kind of prone <laughs> to doing those things, right? So, On occasion. Uh, okay. There's a fine line. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting the look, people. I wish you <laughs> I wish you could see his face. When I think of a mom, right, I'm thinking of a person who's putting that role, right, in the forefront of their head, right? Um, I mean, a mother isn't just a mother. Um, you know, a mother is, in an idealized world, also a wife and a teacher and a guide and, you know, there's there's other things that go along with it but from a mom a mom is somebody who provides emotional guidance and nurturement and takes care of their kids when they're having those emotional moments because dad is typically a bit more removed from those situations um i mean i think i just said all that maybe not as eloquently (laughs) all right so as i was saying a mother is somebody who should be looking to be that mentor, right? that emotional support chain. Right? Um, now, understand that there's moms out there who are single moms and they've got to kind of play both roles of mom and dad. But taking that part away and saying that there are two parents, what is the role of the mom versus the role of the dad? The role of the mom, for me, is that person who, you know, takes the raw materials provided by the dad and turns them into something more, right? Um, It's fulfilling that biological imperative to craft a home, to craft a life, to design, you know, um, a life. And part of that is that that child's part of it too, of, you know, if you fall and get hurt, you know, you go to dad to fix the bone, but you go to mom to clean the scratch. You know what I mean? Yeah. and so that whole supportive piece, right? Dad's not necessarily going to be super supportive all the time, but mom typically should be. Um, is that person who's going to believe you even when everything isn't going your way, right? Yes. Um, I don't know. It's a weird one for me because, uh, again, I didn't really grow up with much of a mom or a, a person who filled that role. Right. Um, so... I don't really have, like, from my childhood, idealized role of what mom is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at, like, the TV shows, like, Leave it to Beaver, and, you know, it's that. what did the mom do there, right? <laughs> mom cooked and cleaned and took care of the house and, you know, um, made sure the kids followed their routines and got them where they needed to go, and, you know, like, that was what... In an idealized world, that's what I think of when I think of mom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's the same for you or not. but it, it actually kind of is. And I feel like I might be stepping in a strange direction here. Um, but I feel like that is part of what makes a traditional family model work so well. Um, you've got two people that fill two completely different but very important roles that coincide together. Um, to make the family function properly. And it's super important for the children involved, if there are children involved. Um, Yeah, that's it. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was my whole thought. And I and I think that's it's not so much just um, a mom and a dad, a woman and a man. You know, I mean, you can mix those with any two parent household. We're not saying it has to be, um, you know, boy girl. Um, but there's always one who fulfills the one role more than the other role, and somebody else who falls into that other role yeah. better. Um, You're referencing like gay or lesbian. Yes, absolutely, which is, okay. totally fits into a traditional family model. You've got two two parents. It's not a traditional family model, but it is a family model. This is right? what I that's what I was getting at. Yeah. It's just you've got two different people that are taking on those traditional roles, um, and it's it's still going to make that that family work in yeah. that sense. Um, there's nothing wrong with having one parent who stays home and makes sure that those for lack of a better word, motherly duties are done. And um, the other one who brings home, as you said, the tools for the mom to turn into something more. Yeah, um, and I think that's it's an important thing to caveat into it, right? Is just because there's two men at home or two women at home doesn't mean that one of those roles couldn't be fulfilled, right? Correct. But it's the the framework of that role that needs to be fulfilled. Like yes. is there and the mother from the traditional point of view is the homemaker, the person who's prepping the meals and doing the shopping and building the home. Like making the home that the family is going to live in. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's somebody who's the primary breadwinner, that being the dad. You know, the topic of this conversation um being motherhood, like what does that role look like? And I think that's kind of what we just defined is, you know, the person who's you know, teaching the kids their, their manners of the day and, you know, take making sure they brush their teeth and making sure they brush their hair and take their showers and make their beds and follow their routines and build and shape the home, you know. Like you, when we get, when we move to a new place, which we do fairly often, yeah, the extent of the majority of my work is done once all of the stuff is in the house. Because yeah. at that point, no longer my realm. Like you put all the things on the walls and you organize you tell me where the heavy things need to go and then I move them there and that's it, right? Like that's kind of how that I, I envision that role being, right? Now that's a very specific example in a move, but even in a day-to-day life, I don't really meal prep. I don't really meal plan. I don't cook very often. Um, not that I don't cook, but I don't cook very often. I'm not typically the worst person preparing the meals or doing all of that stuff. Like that's usually um, you in your realm, in your home, making yeah. sure that they get their appointments and get to their schedules and doctor's appointments and all the other jazz. Like you're the executive assistant of the house, right? If I'm the CEO and breadwinner, you're the executive assistant, making sure that all the other stuff falls in line. Right. I mean, up until we moved here, you didn't even know who their doctor was or their dentist or where I took them. (laughs) Well, I mean, you went off post too. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. And I don't want to come off saying like, this is the only way that things can work. But I think history has shown us Mm -hmm. that this is the way that things work best, right? Especially for children. Um, Having two parents, one of which serves as the homemaker, one of which serves as the breadwinner, like those roles have existed in societies for a long, long, long time. Even prior to the Judeo-Christian practices that we know today, there was evidence of them being existing in Mesopotamia and Greece mm-hmm. and Rome and in Eastern civilizations as well. Um, 
not that we should model ourselves off of all the things that have happened in the history because yeah, right. there's a whole lot of things that happened that we don't want to bring back. <laughs> but there's a reason why this structure has existed for a long time. And there works. really isn't a reason. Like, I haven't been given solid reasons as to why it should have changed. And I haven't seen evidence that it has changed for the better. Correct. I, I think society as a whole, since we got rid of the idealized roles. And tried to push away from and it. And tried to push away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, has just gotten worse. And again, yep. in my opinion, looking at things with maybe a bit of romanticism. Because I wasn't alive in the 50s and 60s. Um, I don't know what life was really like back then. I just can kind of look back at what has been written and go, okay, mm-hmm. we maybe have taken a step in the wrong direction at some point. Yeah. Right? Now, all of that aside, like, I think that motherhood role is important. And um, we might get one of my friends on here who's a psychologist um, to talk about, you know, childhood development. Um and how having those two roles in a in a house is important to a child's development, um, but yeah, you know, more on that later. We should see if we can get the worst therapist. See if he'd be willing to do a Skype call with us. Absolutely, telling you guys, worst therapist in the world was the best therapist in the world uh, ever. I don't know if he'd do it, um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll look into it. Either way, um, the role of mom is vitally important to children. Um, now, there is overstep, right? Um, as with anything, it's like a dad who's too strict is not a good dad, right? And a mom who's too nurturing is not a good mom. Like you have to have that little bit of a balance so that you don't go too far in one direction. Because we all know the stories of the overbearing mother or the overbearing mother-in-law who's just like super invasive into their kids' lives and don't want to let go of being that person. And we talked about this a little bit last week. And then the first time the child has to experience life, they yeah. just... They don't know what to they do. They can't. Yeah, you have to experience... Yeah. You have, and it, I know it's hard, especially as a mom, yes. to let go enough to let them fail. Yeah. Let them get hurt. Let them fail. Let them eat dirt. Let them eat <laughs> bugs, right? Like, <laughs> Let them get through that stuff as a kid when they're still made of rubber and can bounce back. Yep. Because by the time they go through the hardening process that is puberty and into a life, they've developed this identity around being sheltered and protected. So the first time they encounter failure, first time they don't succeed at something, first time they hurt themselves, you don't want them to collapse in on themselves into such an extent that they can no longer function. And we've made some steps in the wrong direction with some of our children um, early on yeah. in the fact that they're a little brittle. They're a little brittle, right? They don't quite have the resiliency that I wish they had. Um, now I'm a firm believer of uh, baptism by fire. Yeah, right. Uh, and I am not. And she is not. <laughs> you gotta find um, that nice mix in between. And we're still kind of figuring that out. Um, yeah. I have a feeling at this rate we're still gonna jack up all four of them. Um, yeah. There's no perfect but, way to do it, but I do know in the very, very beginning with my first child and then on to my second child, I was protect them from all harm. I was don't let life get to them. Don't let the world touch them. I was very, very protective. But once you get to like three and four and you feel more like a bouncer at a nightclub than you do a parent, eh, you know, you'll you'll pick the binky up off the floor and just put it back in their mouth instead of washing it off and sanitizing it first. So There's some of that, right? Like, (laughs) yeah. 
at this point we have so many like if we really lost one you know like i'm, I'm kidding don't I'm <laughs> absolutely kidding um but like you do have to we there's some trial and error and figuring out of what what works for you and what yes. but from the idealized point of view you know again a mom for me is somebody who who cooks and cleans and prepares the home and makes the house the home, who makes the life the home, right? Mm -hmm. If dad brings home flour, mom makes bread. If dad brings home cheese, mom makes fondue. I don't know what you make with cheese. Um, Many things. Okay. Cheese Uh, is good with everything. If dad (laughs) builds a wooden shack, mom turns it into a home, right? She's the one that adds the hearth and she's the one that adds the beds and she's the one that, you know... She takes all of the raw materials that's provided into the house and shapes it into something more right and that is the value she brings to the home and i think especially in our home that is absolutely true because i'm a lazy piece of shit i don't do (laughs) a fucking thing around the house the majority of the time um i don't let him really um but it's not because like i refuse to right it's just you have your realm and i have my realm and we've kind of divvied up things and uh, I don't want you to touch it. And you don't trust me with laundry, dishes. No. Uh, like, I'm not kidding. This is the person who <laughs> I will load the dishwasher and she will wait 20 minutes after I've loaded it to unpack it and reload <laughs> it, it properly. He didn't do it right. <laughs> before she can run it. So I might as well just do it myself. So she just does it herself. <laughs> yeah. She still will not let me touch the laundry machine. No. She's convinced no. That I will break it. I've seen you do laundry once. That's all it took. Ten years ago. <laughs> hey, it worked for me for a decade. Like, I don't see what the problem Yeah, is. no, I've seen your clothes. I, I got rid of all those, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, my point is that she's taking the raw materials that's brought into the house, and she shapes yes. it and forms it and turns it into something more so that the, the family can have better, right? As I'm striving outside of the house to be better, to provide more, to your attain more in life for the benefit of the family she's working hard in the house to take the things that are brought into the house to make them better for everybody else involved and i think that's an important role um that you fill and i just want to throw in there that i think the problem is most women look at motherhood especially stay-at-home motherhood as this boring insignificant not contributing to family not contributing to life um really just not a big thing like yeah. like you're doing nothing with your life when in all honesty motherhood is probably and this took a while for me to get to one of the most important jobs out there yeah. and i don't say that because motherhood's hard or one of those millions of what we should get paid or this that and the other just that you shouldn't feel like it's not worth doing um if more moms we're willing to pick up the mantle and be moms and stay at home and raise those kids and turn them into functioning human beings and adults, we'd have less adults that couldn't function. If we had more parents being parents, we'd have less adults behaving like children. children. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the hard pill to swallow. Right. And I, but it's, we're 30 years removed from the start of this, 30 to 40 years removed from the start of this experiment of the dual family income, the dual household yep. income, and daycares are not adequate substitutes no. for proper parenting. No. Again, all my opinion, but I've seen the backside of it mm-hmm. too many times to say that it is an ideal way 
to have a family. If you're going to yeah. commit to having a family and you want, and you're going to fulfill that role of mom, find a way to make it work. Then you have to find a way to make it work. And yep. I'm telling you right now, we have a family of six. There's a way to make it work. Absolutely. Is it always easy? No. Is it going to be hard and full of strife? Yes. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Yes. Absolutely. Without a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel more fulfilled as dad being the dad and being in that role. Um, I'm going to assume you feel more fulfilled being mom, being as I mom. do because our roles were switched early on. Yeah. Because I worked and I made good money back then too. And you tried staying at home and going to school, going yeah. to college. And uh, I, I don't think we would have our children oh. anymore if we didn't switch. We would. They wouldn't be the same, but we <laughs> no. would have them soon. <laughs> I wouldn't fare well in prison. So. No. <laughs> All right. I think that wraps it up for this week. I think so. I just, I really want women to be okay with, you're not just a mom. There's no such thing as just a mom. Yeah. It's probably the most important role. And I would say far, far more important of a role than I fulfill as dad. Um, I have my place in the family and that's absolutely true. But, um, the true heart of a home is a mom and I'm thankful I got a good one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. I think it wraps it up for this week. Uh, again, if you guys get a chance, check us out, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, we just landed on iTunes a couple weeks ago. Rating reviews always help. Uh, give us a, give us a holler, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, let us know what you guys would like to talk about. If we haven't talked about something you're interested in so far. Thanks, and bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please reach out on Instagram and Facebook. We would love to hear your feedback or suggestions on our next topic. See you next week.